Welcome to Big Time Adulting, the podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Murray, and I'm here to take it deep with you on adulthood, womanhood, motherhood, and whatever other things end in hood that we can think of. It's going to be real, it's going to be honest, and we are going to laugh until a little pee comes out. If you've been looking to find a podcast to relate to as a woman and a mom, and you're kind of awesome, which you definitely are, subscribe now. Hi, everyone. How are we today? Um, On a scale from one to 10, I'm like a six. Maybe that doesn't sound too good. I don't know. I think it's pretty good. I'm just trying to be realistic. Like I'm doing a little better than average today. I think that's pretty damn good, right? I don't know. There's such an obsession these days with needing to feel good. I mean, who doesn't love to feel good? But I think it's okay to also just be having an average type of day because like in a lot of ways, average is really good. Not too much joy, but not too little. Just a decent balance of all the feelings, right? I don't know. I don't freaking know. Anyway, uh, today's episode is not actually about our never-ending quest for the state of happiness. It's about boredom, um, and specifically the boredom of life with a new baby. Although, maybe those two things really go hand in hand, that sort of dissension that we have when we realize that this um, maybe culmination of joy that we expected to happen in our lives when a baby came wasn't everything we anticipated. And maybe there's a lot of other feelings that go along with having a baby that nobody really ever told us about and kind of coming to a resolve between those two feelings. And so this is a topic that really interests me because it's something that I literally never considered that would be one of the overwhelming feelings that I would experience after having a baby. And when I realized it, I was kind of like, and I, 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 not just realizing it, but I acknowledged it and I sort of said it out loud and I was kind of like, holy shit, why didn't anyone tell me I would be combating this deep sense of boredom and isolation after having my first baby? No one ever mentioned that to me. And I can remember those days so well because I think I was almost like scarred by it. And even when I'm alone with my two-year-old now, which hasn't been often enough thanks to this godforsaken pandemic, but more so now that my kids are back in school and out of the house um, most days. And I have a couple mornings alone with my two-year-old during the week at the park or if we're just in the house. And, you know, you're just stuck finding ways to entertain these little humans all the time. And it's like doing all the things that they want to do. And it turns out that that might not be that much fun for you all the time. Like, um, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Ace Ventura or Ace Ventura 2, actually, to be more specific. There's this this scene when Jim Carrey, um, this is before Jim Carrey, like, went kind of off the rails and he was still, like, really, really funny. Maybe he is still really, really funny. I'm not sure. But he's um, going up to this temple with a monk and there's this giant staircase and you see him coming down, (laughs) watching a slinky come down the staircase and he's like, let's do it again. And the monk is kind of like, I think it's time we go up to the temple now, Ace. And he's like, why don't we just do all the things that you want? And I think that's kind of like what it's like hanging with a baby. It's just, they're kind of like, why don't we just do all the things 
that you want to do, or we're kind of like that. And a two-year-old is definitely better than like a little baby because they can actually play and entertain themselves to an extent, and they can talk a little bit and communicate with you. But a baby is like, wow, uh, this is basically like watching paint dry for most of the day. Um, And I can remember just counting the minutes until nap time or until my husband would be coming home from work just so I didn't have to be alone with the baby anymore. And I would feel so guilty feeling that way because there was this like adorable, precious thing that I loved more than anything in the entire world. But it is impossible To have this never-ending feeling of enthrallment with your baby all day, every day. And that is where I think we really fail new moms in so many ways in not letting them know in advance that there are going to be lots of times, even in the course of a day, that you're not going to be feeling entirely enthralled by your baby and by motherhood because it's impossible to feel that way all the time. And you're not a robot that is conditioned to feel entirely fulfilled by tummy time or by singing the itsy bitsy spider or deciding when and where and what to feed your child all the time. These things are fun, fun, not the feeding of the child part, but the other stuff is fun. Um, Bouncing a baby on your lap, singing back and forth, exchanging smiles, and in small doses, they bring you so much joy. But all day, every day, turns them into a chore in many senses, and chores are fucking boring. So anyway, I put together a little list of a few tips that I have for combating baby boredom, and they are as follows. Drum roll, please. Number one, um, get an activity. Some people like to do like a mommy and me music class or something like that. I was more of like, I need a like-minded mom friend that I can go for a walk with like one morning each week. And that's sort of our scheduled routine time to be together. And maybe a couple times a week or maybe a couple different friends that you're doing this with, but get something on the schedule so you have it to look forward to and a place to be. And I was just kind of like, I didn't want to do the mommy and me music class thing um, because I just needed like a single human who I could like stare in the eyes and talk about like how painful sex is after having a baby. Like I told my OBGYN that there wasn't enough lube in my town to make it enjoyable for me those first couple times after we got the green light, which by the way, uh, wow, the doctors that decided on the six week mark for the green light were obviously fucking men. But I'm pretty sure that wasn't that topic of discussion wasn't in the curriculum for any of the mommy and me classes, at least in my town. Um, But I'm willing to travel if you know of a class like that near you. But, you know, some people don't have the advantage of knowing a friend in the town that they live in yet. And maybe you need to join a mommy and me class somewhere and have that sidebar and conversation in between singing like, you know, the the wheels on the bus and twinkle, twinkle. You're kind of like, did you get the green light mark yet? Are you having sex with your husband yet? Or your partner, does does it fucking kill? Are you okay? I'm not okay. Are you okay? Or um, number two on my list, date night. 
And I mean like eating together and talking together because at the beginning, that's really all you're capable of. And if you can't get a sitter um, and get out of the house, which can be hard to do, then just make a plan to do like a special meal at home and cook something nice. Or if you if you don't like to cook or if that's not your shtick, then find a great takeout spot and do it special like one night a week. Because that like adult interaction and that special time with your partner at the end of the day is also really important for you to sort of get back to center with yourself and with them. Otherwise, you can kind of be like two ships passing in the night. And um, it's important to, I think, find that time to chat and have adult alone time, like post baby bedtime. My number three tip is for you to save nap times to do the things that you like to do, like get a little exercise or like I used to do all my exercises at home, like whether it was on demand or like a body weight circuit or we have a Peloton now, which I use a lot. But if that's not your thing, you watch a show or you take a nap or you sit and enjoy your lunch or you rotate all of these things, but just do the things that you like and the shit that recharges your battery during the time that the baby is not awake. And then save that crap that you don't really want to be doing at all for when the baby is awake, like the dishes or the folding of the laundry while the baby is just on a mat next to you. And you know, maybe these things might take a little longer with the baby awake if you have to stop to change a diaper or do some singing and bouncing. But what the fuck? You might as well get all the hard work done at once, right? Um, that sort of touches on this other aspect of boredom with the baby um, at home because there is this like busyness to your boredom. Like if you were just alone and had a huge chunk of hours to yourself you wouldn't feel as bored as you do as being with your baby, which is sort of like, wow, that's, that's a weird thing to come to terms with. Like I'm not alone, but I feel more alone than ever right now. Um, like I'm on an Island, but a baby keeps you really busy. And so it's this busy boredom. And yeah, now I have the chills from talking about this one. So I, I'm going to move on to the next tip, which is my favorite one, probably number four, which is to play music. And I don't mean playing nursery rhymes all the time. You can do that every now and again, but play your music. Play the music with all the profanities that you want. Play the kind of music that makes you want to dance or that makes you want to dance with your baby or maybe for your baby, like a mini performance. And, and they'll love it. Like you'd be surprised how much glee your six-month-old will get from you being like, my homies don't dance, they just pull up their pants and do the rock away. Now lean back, lean back, lean back. You know, they love that shit. I promise. Um, so play your music and get into your music. And, and that actually is a great way to make the time pass on a rainy afternoon or when you can't get out of the house or when you're in those um, sort of down times. And it's hard when you have a baby for so many reasons. And like, for me, I'm a, I'm a person who does crave some action and I like having things to look forward to. And I like to go out and be with good friends, but at the beginning with a newborn and even through that first like handful of months, there's this level of exhaustion that can really inhibit you from doing much at all. And it's it, it can make it really hard for you to find the motivation, the desire to do much at all. Um, and you get 
just stuck being home so much because, you know, when you're exhausted, it's easier to just stay home rather than trying to go anywhere, particularly if you're bringing the baby along. It's like packing for a fucking weekend away every time you leave the house and you can kind of end just end up saying, screw it, and staying home all the time. Like, I guess I'll just sit here and shove the sandwich in my mouth in the kitchen, standing up rather than going to meet my friend for lunch. But I think it's important to get out and it's definitely important to make time for meaningful adult interactions, whether it's, you know, your good friend outside for a coffee or a walk or getting together in the early evening. Like I had some neighbors that were really good friends um, when my kids were babies and their kids were just like a little bit older. Maybe they had a two-year-old and a four-year-old, but no one was really doing shit at that like evening hour of the day because there weren't activities yet or any of that stuff. And it's that witching hour and that, that time in between nap and bed that just seems to just, just move by at the pace of molasses and, you know, scheduling a little time to do like a kid's dinner and feed your kids together and maybe have a glass of wine while you chat really does help make that time so much more enjoyable. So if you're doing that even just like once a week or whatever, it's a huge help to get something on your calendar for you to look forward to and to help you pass that time. Whatever blows your hair back, you know, but you have to do something to combat that baby boredom. So I just wanted to share a few of my own personal anecdotes and tricks and tips here, but I also wanted to just say that if you are a new mom or even if you're a veteran mom with a new baby who's going through these feelings all over again, you are so not alone and it is so normal to be bored when you're alone with a baby. And it does get better. At least I can speak for myself when I say that, um, because like my older kids are getting to that age where they have activities pretty often and we're bopping from here to there. Like after school, we have to go to a dance class or we're headed to soccer. And so that time passes much faster. Whereas I would have just maybe been sitting alone for three hours with a small human. And even though it's a little more hectic and maybe tiring in some ways, I enjoy it so much more because I'm not just watching the clock. Um, and there is a light at the end of the tunnel, um, at least in the boredom category. I can't speak for the other challenges that are probably on the horizon, but it does get better. Um especially in that way. Um, so if you are alone with your baby right now, just know I feel your pain. You are not alone. And I am wishing you all the speediness that a fast forward button might bring to get you through to bedtime tonight, my friends. Have a great rest of your day. I will be your friend if you want to come here and listen to my podcast for part of your weekly, you know, escapes from baby boredom. Um, and hit me up with a DM and let me know if you want to suggest anything more for me to talk about that you might relate to. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're looking for any of the resources from the episode, you can check them out in show notes. Again, if you liked listening, I'd love it for you to subscribe. Until next time, peace out. Peace out.